Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Well, hey there, amazing and fabulous teacher. I hope you're doing super well today. Um, Thanks for coming back, and I'm sorry that I missed last week. I shouldn't have done that. Um, However, I will let you know that I'm going to um, probably finish out weekly podcasts for the rest of June and then take off for the summer. I might possibly throw one or two up there, um, and then I will get back to work sometime in September. So um, I wanted to come on today and revisit the episode um, that I last did, episode 18, about unit planning and kind of talk a little bit more about that. Um, But before I do, if you are enjoying the podcast and you think someone else should hear it, do me a favor and please let me know about it. Um, And if you could rate and review the podcast, that would just be fantastic. If you go to um, iTunes and scroll all the way down, you will see a place to review. And on Spotify, I believe it's right under the picture at the top. Um, So Let's talk a little bit about this unit planning. The last time in episode 18, I spoke about kind of the steps of planning a unit. We talked about using standards, setting goals, um, analyzing student baseline writings. And then I talked about the different portions of the unit like immersion and then using shared writing throughout your unit, also in your immersion portion of the unit. And we talked about writers teaching you and letting the writers really show you what they can do. We also talked about using mentor text to help plan ideas for mini lessons, using the, t- the students' writing. Um, I mentioned Jennifer Sarvala's book, The Writing Strategies book, which is a helpful resource, as well as rubrics that you might have. I mentioned the Writing Pathways book um, as rubrics that can sometimes help you with ideas for uh, mini lessons and what you need to teach your writers. Um, so I wanted to kind of go into a little bit more depth on a couple of those things. And talk about how you don't have to have a perfectly planned unit in order to have a good unit, in order to really see your writers grow. What I have learned in the beginning of trying to implement more of a writer's workshop model is that you do have to understand what your students can do and know them and learn from them. Um, And that takes a lot of different things in order to make that happen. Um, And so... We are going to, like I said, dive in a little bit more into some of those things um, so that you hopefully feel more confident in beginning a writing unit. So I want to start off by just talking a little bit more about getting feedback from your students and how important and vital that is. And then I will jump into what can be some of your go-tos for your units, um, for your, you know, mini lessons and the, we'll talk a little bit more about shared writing again. So I want to start with this feedback. Um, I wanted to start by reading a quote from Katie Wood Ray from her book about the authors. It's about writing workshop for our youngest students. However, 
this quote is not just about kindergartners and first graders. I believe it can be all the way up to eighth grade, but especially K through five, really any students of writing. And this is the quote. It says, we have seen when we get those markers and that paper in their hands, worlds of possibilities simply open up for all kinds of interesting development. We believe that the curriculum that follows these possibilities is a shoved up curriculum pushed upon us as teachers when young children show us what they are capable of doing. Wow, I love this quote so much. Um, I recently shared this in a workshop with some teachers and I really think it was eye-opening to them. Um, and I think what it is, is them realizing that we have to know our students and what they can do in order to be able to teach them. Um, I also had a teacher share that she had recently tried to have her students do some writing on their own. And so they weren't all doing the same thing, which is typically what happens during their writing time. Um, they weren't kept along the same pace. They weren't given a topic. And when this happened and they were able to either tell a story or teach us about something or teach, teach them about something that those were the, the, the prompt, that was the prompt they were given. Um, the teacher was so surprised at what her students were able to write. She was just impressed, couldn't believe it. And I was so glad that she had that experience because it helped her to see what her students are capable of. And then had her reflecting on, hmm, what have I been trying to get them to do? What have I been teaching them? And has it been valuable for them? Imagine if you did that in your classroom, if you haven't already. I wonder what would happen. And imagine seeing either more writing than you thought or more um, craft moves, as we would say, for writers than you thought they were capable of or different ideas than you thought they were capable of. And then think back to what you've had them do. Has it been valuable for them? Has it been helping them to grow as writers? Um, so that quote is just so interesting because what it says is not only do we need to know what they can do, but they show us what they might need. And not only does seeing their writing do that, but watching them write and watching them plan and talking to them about what they are doing, like just really researching them and, and being curious and asking them about how things are going and what they're doing and what's on their mind and what they're going to do next. All of these things um, are so important in also teaching them. Because remember, we're not teaching the writing, we're teaching the writers. And so if we want them to be able to be successful in all the parts of writing, in engagement and generating ideas, in organization and all of that, we need to pay attention to all the things that they're doing and then help them as writers by teaching them how to improve in those areas as well. And so I wanted to talk about that a little bit, and I have in previous episodes, but I wanted to revisit it because I think it's really important in this idea of planning a unit 
Because part of planning this unit is going to be observing your students or knowing them as writers um, behaviorally, I, I want to say, um, in order to decide what some of your mini lessons are going to be. So let's say that you have quite a few students who just um, have trouble staying on task for whatever reason. Maybe they get out of their seat, maybe they play with their pencil um, or what have you, and you don't think it's an ideas problem. Like they have ideas, but there's a problem or a, you know a struggle in their engagement. If there are enough students who are having that difficulty, especially in the beginning of the year, you know that you can teach mini lessons that have to do with helping that. So perhaps it's a mini lesson on, you know, uh, taking a little break, like a stretch break or wiggling out your fingers or looking around the room and then getting back to work. Um, I know Jennifer Saravallo has a strategy in her writing strategies book about like, keep your pencil in your hand. So you're always ready, you know, to write that you're not going to get off task or off focus because you have your pencil in your hand. Um, so there are things like that to help with engagement. Then if you notice that some of your students or a lot of your students are uh, what I found in younger grades, um, what a lot of teachers have seen is that part of their engagement is their confidence. And um, that has a lot to do with the safety of the classroom. We've talked about community before, but also just giving them strategies for trying things out and teaching them that writers don't write the first things perfectly, you know, and that all writers go back and have spelling mistakes um, and teaching them how to revise and how important and how normal revising is. And so it's just just trying to give a couple examples of how the writing behaviors can also be lessons that you are teaching. Um, and I also just, side note, I, I want to make sure you know the value of students talking together. I've talked about this in, in community episode, in episodes where I've discussed community building um, and the importance of community, but working together is so valuable and not just in the planning stage or the brainstorming ideas, but throughout the time. And so you do want to think about lessons that you want to teach about how they work together. How do they help each other? How, what is even the procedure for that during independent writing time? Um, so there are a lot of lessons there that are more than just what they're putting down on the paper that are just as important um, in teaching writing. So regardless of the type of lesson that you might be teaching, whether it's more of that behavioral lesson, like I like to call it, or the actual structure of your writing or an elaborations um, technique, you are able to teach those things in several different ways. So you have these um, teaching strategies that you can continually use throughout your unit. Um, so we're going to talk about those. One I spoke about in the previous uh, episode 18, which was shared writing. Shared writing is a way to show the process of writing to your students um, and engage them more in it, but still provide that higher level of support. And you can do that um, many times throughout the unit. It is technically a practice outside of writer's workshop. If you are thinking about a balanced literacy model, it is a practice that is um, outside of the model because they consider, especially in kindergarten, it's something that can be done or should be done almost every, I say it's really every day that they would say, but I just know how difficult it is um, to do. However, 
I have found that oftentimes when teachers are just starting to get in this time of writer's workshop, um, they are, you know, and if you're still working out your literacy block and you're not able to do that every day, in addition to writer's workshop, um, I have used it as the lesson of the day. So they might not get independent writing time every so often or a little bit less um, when we do a shared writing. But just so you know, you can also do this outside of writer's workshop time and it is great to use um, in any subject area because you can model any type of writing. Um, but it is going to be very helpful in just exposing the students to the process of writing within their genre and also, um, and you know, while they have that support. Um, and then also when you're in your mini lessons, you are using things like modeled writing or mentor text. You can use one or the other, or you can use both. And these are going to be helpful. Well, model writing will be helpful for any lesson that you're teaching. So whether, whether it's behavioral or whether it is actual writing or writing technique or skill or strategy, I should say, because if you have a piece of modeled writing and you wanted to talk to them about staying on task, you can model that for them. Model using the strategy that you might want them to see or try. If you're talking about being brave in spelling, you can model that when you're doing your writing. And then modeled writing, of course, is there to just show them how you might elaborate or how you're going to go back and revise, how you reread in order to revise. So anything can be modeled in your own modeled writing. Modeled writing can be done completely in front of the students, or sometimes you can do a portion ahead of time and add on to it. You can use the piece from yesterday and go back and revise or add on. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to do that. But modeled writing is when the teacher is the one doing the writing. The teacher is the one thinking aloud, coming up with ideas, saying the sentences and all of that. Um, so just technicality, that's what model, model writing is. And shared writing is when the, the teacher is still doing the writing and holding the pen, but the students are involved in the process and sharing ideas and things like that. Um, and then the mentor text are used, and I will go to go into more depth in another episode about both of these things. But mentor texts are there to show how writers are using different strategies in their writing. Um, and this could even be things like language uh, standards, but especially craft of writing. And this would be a book that you would have already read if it's considered a mentor text. And then you're using a portion of it or several portions of it in order for students to see the strategy that you are trying to teach them. And then again, that would be used in the teach part of your mini lesson. And then just remember that we want language standards, grammar, the um, to be, sorry, to be a part of your writer's workshop time and to be integrated into writing and not be a separate time necessarily. Um, many people do use mentor sentences um, and that can be done outside of the time, but then you do want to find a way to integrate it into their writing. You want them to, to try things out in their writing. You want them to see it, um, go through and talk about it in their writing. And you want to model these kinds of things, whether it be in your modeled writing drafting process or in revising and editing. But teaching those strategies is certainly something that can happen during writer's workshop time. I know that as teachers, we are so used to having to follow certain programs or pacing guides. And I know it can be scary and, and, you know, really feel, uh, you can really feel uncertain 
to think about a unit in this way. I hope that in your school, you would have the freedom to try this out um, because letting your students show you a what they need is so important and regardless of the curriculum that you might have and um, even if it's a wonderful writing program you can't do everything exactly in the way that they say because they don't know your kids um, and b you aren't going to be perfect at something until you try it you need to have a learning curve or a learning um, time and you're going to keep building and building and building and getting better and better and better. So I hope that you will allow yourself um, to just go in and try and know that you do have some great things to teach your students as writers. And the more you know them, the more you will know what to teach them, for sure. So we talked about the idea of knowing the writing behaviors as well as the writing pieces and the skills that are students are showing there in order to inform the teaching points that you might want to have in your writer's workshop time and we also discussed using things such as model writing mentor text um, students collaborating shared writing and then lessons on revising and editing in your workshop um, and I hope that's really helpful in feeling a little more confident in what to teach. So in the next few episodes, I will um, go over a little bit more about model writing and using mentor text, maybe try to find a way to give an example of using a mentor text. Um, and I hope you will find it so valuable. So have a great day. Hello again, writing teacher. I am so glad that you are listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment, wherever it is that you do listen, to go ahead and do a review and let people know what's so great about it. I would love for more teachers to be able to get some learning about writing from this podcast. And if you're interested in any further information, you can find me in a couple of places. One is YouTube, Melissa Morrison. I have a lot of videos there for you to, to help you with writing instruction. And then also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform LLC, and a Facebook group where you can learn more from me and chat with other teachers. It is called Transform Writing K-8, through and I would love to see you there. Have a great day.